what are you doing, Doc? I need fuel. <laughs> Give me fuel, take a fly, ship me tracing out of Zion. Now, here are your hosts, John Eddie Jr. and Tom Tuttle. Welcome back to Fantasy Fuel. It is time for what everybody usually waits for in the off season, <laughs> and I'm gonna stress this before we even get into it. It is time for our first, first initial, the very first things that come to our head rankings for running backs in 2020 because this is going to change tom's going to change his mind i'm going to change his mind and we're using the networks list as well our top 32 running backs we're not going to talk about them all today but you will be able (laughs) to find them on our website fantasyfuelpodcast.com to reference whenever you'd like so when we change our minds you'll know we'll revise our list you'll see our first list you'll see where guys are going we'll give some explanations but we are on our way how are you feeling about your list tom i i like my list i don't know what i'm going to change later on but i'm sure i will because there's going to be so many things that happen not even in the off season but once preseason starts there's going to be flip-flops of things and there's no way this is going to be the exact list that happens once we are finalized before the season actually begins. Even then, once the season begins, we're going to have to re- redo some of that stuff too because we're going to find out who exactly is taking roles away from other people. I got a list at the very bottom of people who I think might take the role away from the guy that I have on my list. So go. everything's going to change. It's definitely not set in stone. We're going to start off because – our our number ones aren't all Christian McCaffrey. And That's insane. I'm Tom, sorry. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Tom is not very happy with of, me because you all know no, <laughs> you all know Tom's number one is Christian McCaffrey. That's never going to change until somehow, until some he's way, not number one. Yeah, until he's not it's number just one. Not happen. Which unfortunately for you is going to be this year. And <laughs> you are nuts. I. I Especially because I'm low on the guy you have at number one. I'm not low. He's, right, right, he's right. on my number three spot, but he, I'm lower on him than what uh, many other people might be, um, even though he's in my top five. I don't know how <laughs> low he can get when he's three. He's number three on your list. It's not like he's low, but he's just not my number one and number two guy, which I can't believe you put him at number one. No, I'm not saying that I will draft him over Christian McCaffrey if I had the first overall pick. I have a strong feeling. Again, this is our first list. These are our initial feelings towards the next season for what we had information-wise last year because obviously we have almost no workouts going on. We have nothing as far as a football off-season program so far. We have nothing to base this off on except for gut feelings and last year's stats and new newcomers and new coaches and you know just maybe they have some personal vendettas going on and you've all been hearing yeah. this rant for a while and we haven't even said who I have at number 1 <laughs> <laughs> Reggie the network and Tom both have Chris McCaffrey number 1 now right. network has my guy at number 2 you have him at mm-hmm. number 3 so we're scattered yeah. a little bit he averages a number bit. 2 
But I'm going to go out on a little bit of a limb this year and say that Saquon Barkley will be, at the end of the season, the number one overall running back as far as fantasy points are concerned. So I mean, it's, yeah, it's why am I wrong? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not a big stretch because, I mean, Chris McCaffrey, I can't imagine him improving. I mean, he's got to take a little bit of a step back because it's just what he did last year is about as maximum as you can get. And that's just why I want him at number one right, because I course. think he has the ability to do that again. Uh, if, if he takes a step back and Saquon is as good as you say he's going to be, yeah, he's he could be number one. There's no doubt about that. But I, I, I just don't see him being better than McCaffrey. I don't see him being better than Zeke. I think Zeke is somebody who is just consistent enough in fantasy football that I am 100% on board with. Obviously, there's some changes there in that team because they have a lot of other weapons that they can use, and it's a different coach, which – we all know throws the ball a lot. <laughs> yes. So we'll see what happens. But, um, yeah, my first three is Chris McCaffrey, Zeke, and, and Saquon. Yep. And then, uh, of course, I can't put Christian McCaffrey anywhere else but two if I'm not going to put him at one. I'm not that yeah, hard up. Lower than two, <laughs> I, I just shut this whole thing off and I'd walk out. I mean, that would just be horrible. Yeah, that would be a little bit too much. Uh, after that, uh, <laughs> I have Zeke at three. Network has Dalvin Cook at three, and I love some Dalvin Cook. He is much lower on my list just for concerns. Uh, I love him. You all know that I love Dalvin Cook. He was my guy from Florida State, and I still think he could be a top three back where Network has him. However, I am not committed, and I am not prepared to take him that high. I know he (laughs) wanted to in the back row show uh mock draft that we did that may actually turn into a league um instead he took Barkley at two and I was stuck at three where I took my third guy Zeke so uh I see you have Delvin Cook at five I've got him at seven we all figure he's at least a top 10 back I would not have any problems putting him in top five I just have a couple of other guys up there that I think are going to have monster seasons yeah, that's fine. I mean, everybody has got the right to their own opinion, when, especially when it comes to fantasy football at this point of the year where we don't really know a lot yet. But what, based off of Dalvin Cook and what he has done throughout his little – it's not been that long of a career, but even when he's unhealthy – and he's out there. He's still producing. But that is the problem. He has been unhealthy at times to where he's not completely uh, on the field – at all. <laughs> right. So um, that is a problem. And I think that that is why I had him lower than Derrick Henry. Otherwise, Derrick Henry is probably not going to pass up Delvin Cook because I think Derrick Henry has every ability to me to be better than Cook, better than Kamara, better than Mixon, better than pretty much everybody on this list except for uh, McCaffrey. I think he's got it. Honestly, he could be number two at the end of the season. I could see that as well for me, but I don't know. But yeah, Cook is number five. I don't see... There's a couple other guys that I could see passing him up, especially if he has an injury problem. That's where I got him. Uh, yeah, then uh, I have Nick Chubb at number four. I know that is a little bit higher than a lot of people. Uh, you've got him way down the list at 11, and I believe, let's see, Network's got him one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He's got him at eight. So I am definitely going out on a limb with Nick Chubb, but I think with all the weapons they've got in Cleveland, they're still going to rely heavily on that run game. I don't care about Kareem Hunt. Nick Chubb is the 
first and second down guy, and he can still do more than just that. He is going to get a lot of touchdowns this year. That's how I feel about that Cleveland offense. They may still be an 8-8 eight and eight or a 9-7 and seven team, but I think Nick <laughs> Chubb is going to score like 15 touchdowns this year, and that's just going to vault him so much further up because touchdowns, when you can get that many of them, you're going to be a top five back no matter what your other stats are. Yeah, I got Nick Chubb at 11, and the reason I got him down there is, is – and the reason I got him as hot he is is because I agree with you on the touchdowns. I really do think he's going to get a decent amount of touchdowns this year. But I am somebody who thinks that the yardage will be somewhat taken away from him with Kareem Hunt on the team. I think this year they're going to really try to utilize what Kareem Hunt has to offer. I don't really know how to rank him, so I did. I think I have him on my rankings. I got to check real quick. Yeah, you yeah, got, got him on at 26. I got him at 26. So I do think that there is a possibility they use both of them, and I think Kareem will take some of the yardage and you know pass catching away from what Nick Chubb maybe had last year, especially since Kareem missed eight games last year. So I think there is a definite chance – Chubb will have plenty of uh, touchdowns, and I think that's why I have him at 11. Otherwise, it, I almost want to drop him down a little further. But I, I understand what you're saying. If Nick Chubb's going to be the guy, he gets the touchdowns, he gets the yardage, and he gets the catches, and you think Cream Hunt is completely out of the picture, I have no problem having him in my top 10 or top 5 even because that could be a very possible big time of a player where you don't have anybody else. But that's that's where I just have to disagree because I do think Cream Hunt is not just a nobody else. I think he is a somebody else that can take some things away from him. Yeah, no, he's definitely got the talent. I I just have, again, this is my gut feeling going into our first rankings where Kareem yeah. Hunt won't be as much of a factor as everybody wants him to be. Uh, at least I hope so, so my list looks a lot better than everybody else's. But <laughs> we can move on. Um, let's see. We've got uh, my number five is Joe Mixon. You've got him at seven. Uh, mm-hmm. Network has him at six. So that seems to be about the consensus yeah. spot, five, six, seven. Uh, I am definitely liking Mixon as a second-round running back if you can get him there. I think he should last to the second round in most cases, but he's the guy. He's the guy in Cincinnati, and they're going to have a little bit more firepower uh, at quarterback, and they're going to be able to launch the ball, so it might just end up opening up things for Joe Mixon even more than he was last year. Yeah, I think, well, he's, to me, there's no other running back on this team that has any chance to to catch up with Mixon. I mean, last year, Mixon, he was off and on, but he had some really good stretch there where we were like, oh, my gosh, this is Joe Mixon that we wanted to see. And so now that we've seen him do that, I think he's going to have a really good season. I think he's top 10. I got him at seven right now. So we'll see what happens throughout the rest of the year. But at the moment, He's he's number seven. I, I I don't know how you can get him much lower than that. I I thought I had him low. You obviously <laughs> you had him at five. And where did uh, network at at six? You said yep yep. So you had okay. him the lowest, yeah. and you didn't even think yeah. that was the too bad. So I'll uh, go to my number six, Derek Henry. You already talked about him at four. Uh, he mm-hmm. is seven on network. So right in there, you know. Four through seven-ish, I guess, is where you're looking at Derrick Henry. He's kind of a um, middle to back-end round one running back at this moment. And if I were anywhere like six or later, I would have 
no problems taking him. Again, I'm, I'm not taking Joe Mixon above Derrick Henry in drafts right now. I just think possibly this is how it's going to be at the end of the season. Right. And if I am correct, then I should have taken Joe Mixon before Derrick Henry, but I can't quite do that yet. But, um, you know, we'll see. Uh, then... We've got a couple of interesting ones. You've got Kamara at six, and that's probably about consensus right now. Yeah, probably. Network has him at five. I've got him down at nine. So yeah, that's perfectly fine with me. I I, I kept sliding him from the top five. I was just like, I did, he's not top five worthy. So I had to put him at six, and I'm just like, does he go lower? I'm like, do I really think that he's going to be worse than Joe Mixon? Do I really think he's going to be worse than Aaron Jones or any of the other guys that I have ranked up there? I don't think he's going to be worse. He might be around the same, but if he is worse, I don't think it's going to be a lot worse. So I feel like I have to have him there. I I think he's going to be worse than a lot of other people are saying because I've seen him going at number two overall and it just doesn't make any sense. So that's where I got him. It it's, might be a little high, but I'm okay with him being a six because he's he's proven that he can be the guy in the past, and I think he can do that again. I just don't like him over Saquon Barkley or Ezekiel <laughs> Elliott or things like that. Right, right. Well, and the only reason I have Kamara as low as I do is I think they've figured out in New Orleans that he's not going to be able to take the entire running back load. They've needed mm. somebody to share it with him. Latavius Murray last year did okay yeah, and Latavius Murray actually did really well when Kamara was out for a couple of weeks and that type of running back actually seemed to be better fit for last year's New Orleans Saints offense now mm. with a couple of extra receivers this year Emmanuel Sanders alongside right. Michael Thomas maybe you know a deep threat in there and uh, maybe it opens up a little bit more for Alvin Kamara in those underneath routes because Alvin Kamara right, still yeah. is an amazing route runner at running back but no doubt i just think he's he's not really taking much of a step back i've got in front of him Dalvin Cook at 7 and Miles yeah. Sanders at 8 i know that's going to be a little <laughs> higher again i'm not i might not be taking him that high right now but Miles Sanders, I think, is going to have one heck of a year. And no doubt, if you no. can get him late second, early third, I think he's going to be one of those steals of the draft. Well, I think he could be a steal of the draft. The problem is is what I have seen so far is he's going somewhat early-ish to mid-second round. So I don't know if that's really considered to be a steal. But I really like Miles Sanders. I mean, last year... I was sitting there thinking, this is one of these guys I'm targeting next year or later in the, like maybe the fourth round, but no, everybody got smart. And so now they're taking him in the second round. And I did, I mean, that's fine. And I think that's where he kind of deserves to go. I got him at 10. I think he is going to be a top 10 running back this year. And I, everything I've seen out of him last year was spectacular. Uh, he was one of my guys that I was hoping to take later in the right. rounds, uh, along with another guy on this list that we can get to in a little bit. But, um, Obviously, I'm going to have to spend a little more to get Miles Sanders this year if I choose to do that. Yep. Uh, I'm not sure if you said where you had him. You had him at 10. Uh, Networks yes. got him at 14. So that's all right. Yeah, that's that's about normal. I'm a little higher on yeah. him. I'm sorry. I'm an Eagles fan. I've been seeing good things about <laughs> him. He's been saying the right things. He's been working out. 
he's been posting his workouts saying he's going to have an MVP year this year. So mm-hmm. I'm excited. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. Uh, let's yeah. move along here. Uh, the other surprise top 10-ish people that I am seeing, um, I have them a little lower than both UN Network. Uh, you mm-hmm. both have Kenyon Drake at 9. I've got him yeah. at 13. I just couldn't put him all the way in the top. I couldn't put him as an RB1. <laughs> I love the situation, but I couldn't quite put him as an RB1. What changed for you to get him that high this year? Um, There's a, a few things that have done that for me, but I, I understand what you're saying because if you look at his previous games when he was with Miami, it wasn't much. right? And it was just like, yeah, this doesn't look good. So I understand why you might say... I don't like where he's at here, but when the moment he went to a different team, it went berserk. And yes. that to me tells me that something's different about this team and they trust in him because they traded away the other guy that was taking any chance away from him. So it is one got DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> Exactly. That is very, very true. So you can expect him to, it might even open things up a little more for him. So I, I'm 100% on board with him being a top 10 guy. He could fall out of that. I'm perfectly prepared for that to happen, but I think he could be top 10. He could even climb a little higher than that based off of what we saw last year when he came to the team. All right. We're moving on to a person that I think you forgot to add to your list because Maybe there's no way that you could have him all the way at 33 or worse. Maybe I, maybe it was in your other list that I didn't look at. It's underneath here about your what-haves and maybe-ifs. But uh, I've got him at 12, and Network's got him at 10. And this is pure volume alone. Josh Jacobs. No, he's on my list, isn't he? I am not finding Josh Jacobs on your list. Oh, Steve, here's the problem. <laughs> I had him on there. And my list got all messed up. So he's somewhere in the middle. I'll okay. tell you that right now. You're saying my he's like 15-ish? <laughs> he's around 16 or so. I, okay. didn't, I don't have a ton of faith with all right. him. Well, you can edit that list so we can go up on the website so nobody's I uh, confused. The list. That's, I can't believe it. I'm looking at it right now. He's not on my list. That is kind I of funny. I had him there. <laughs> and again... I'm guessing Network feels, I mean, he is the guy for the back row Raiders show, so he's got an affinity for the Raiders guys. Oh, and yeah. I think Josh Jacobs is just, he, th- there's nobody else there that's really that good to take away carries and touchdowns from Josh Jacobs. So I can see him being a back-end RB1 or a high-end RB2. I have no problems anywhere in there. Like, the next five, six people, seven people, maybe even is kind of just one big mishmash. And I'm guessing which one is going to be in front of the other by the end of the year. Uh, so I'm, go ahead. I'm pretty sure I had him at 15 right below Le'Veon Bell okay. at 14. And right. I don't know what happened, but that's where I had him. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Well, then uh, we have one more guy in your top 10 that we haven't talked about. 
That's Aaron mm-hmm. Jones. Now he's 11 for network, and I've got him at yeah. 11 as well. So he wasn't too far behind. I know right, you yeah. love Aaron Jones. I love Aaron Jones. I hope he has another Aaron Jones year, and he has a great yep. average, and he gets a bunch of catches and a bunch of touchdowns because I still have him in places. I'm just scared of what the Packers are planning to do on <laughs> offense this year. They just don't seem to care about what's going on as far as their offense goes, and you draft a tight end, and you draft a running back, and you draft a quarterback. What are we doing, and what is that going to do to Aaron Jones? Yeah, I'm not 100% sure, but I do think he still has. I mean, this team's not going to change offensively with the guys they drafted on offense. Uh, Aaron Jones is still going to be the guy, no matter what who they draft, it doesn't matter. I think Aaron Jones is still going to get a lot of touchdowns. I think he's going to get a lot of yards, and I think he's going to get a lot of receptions as well this year. I think this could be an even better year than what he had last year. But to to say that it that was, I mean, he had a really good year last year. I mean, I had him what at seven, eight, sorry, yeah, eight. Um, and I think I, I could see him dropping below that. I could see him completely going off this list and having the other guys take this, take the place. I don't really know what the Packers are going to do, but if I'm assuming correctly, they're going to stick with Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones is going to play out of his mind because that's what he knows he has to yeah, do to sure. keep his job or to keep his status as a, a quality NFL player so that when the Packers decide to move on and trade him or just let him go to another team, another team actually wants him as his as the starting running back because if he makes any hiccups this year, it's not going to be good for him. But I, I think that's why I have him in the top 10. So he will he is going to try his absolute best to be the guy. Okay, now... My last of my top 10 is Le'Veon Bell. Uh, I know mm-hmm. you've got him a little bit lower, 14. Uh, yep. Network has him at 15. Now, that's probably just a conservative, like, we know he can do it, but will mm-hmm. he be able to do it? And I've been saying uh, on the Back Row Jets show that Sam Darnold's going to take the next leap forward, and that is going to open up things for Le'Veon Bell. He's going to be able to get his catches in space again and actually make some yards on those catches, unlike those yep. first few games and that terrible offensive line. <laughs> everything is improved, which should make Le'Veon still a top-10 running back and maybe even beyond that this year. You know, Le'Veon Bell used to be in the conversation as the number one overall pick. So he has that potential, and if you're able to get him at RB10 or below, 14, 15, Mm -hmm. that is going to be an amazing value. So if you can get Le'Veon Bell the end of the second, early third, late third, whatever, if you can get Le'Veon Bell in the third round, I'll just put it that way. If you can get Le'Veon Bell in the third round, I'm I'm not looking at anybody else. Like there there can't right, be another no question. Pick. I I completely agree with you on that. I mean, I've seen him go in the fourth round too, which I thought was absurd. I, I there's no question to me. There's no reason he should be going that late. Um, I have him at 14 just because I'm looking at my top ten. I at my number ten players, Miles Sanders. Eleven is Nick Chubb. I can't put him up ahead of Nick <laughs> Chubb. I I really trust in David Johnson, who I have at twelve, and Leonard Fournette. I I could flip flop Le'Veon oh, sure. and Fournette at this point, and I could be comfortable with that. But I think Fournette has another chance to do so. I, I with him, it's always chance. That's the word I have with him, and I'm just I keep giving him two chances. I guess. Yeah, chance after chance after chance, because it's mm-hmm. not like 
it was his fault that he did that poorly last right. year. So right. if we're banking on Le'Veon Bell himself and everything that's been improved, here you go. This is your chance to get another top-tier running back at a cheap price. Another top-tier running back that's going to be a cheap price this year. You talked about him last week. We'll see where we got them all ranked. I see Network has them at 18. You've got them at 12, and I have them mm-hmm. at 17. So you've got a little more confidence. And, of course, after last week's show, we know that that was going to happen on this list. We're talking about David Johnson. So I'm yeah. okay with him as a mid-tier RB2, as is Network. You've got him as a fringe RB1. Explain yourself. Well, this is a perfect, I mean, I already explained it last week, but this is a perfect example of the rankings not being what the ADP is. Right. My rankings, I got him at 12, and there's no chance I'm taking him at 12. I can get him in another round later, Mm -hmm. maybe even two rounds later. People are extremely low on David Johnson, and I don't understand it. I will take him later on in the draft, and he's going to produce. He's going to be a starter because I got him at number 12 on my list. That is a starter. Every single week, and he will do that, and he will perform. I could see him being in the top 10. I could see him being in the top five. If everything rolls the way it needs to, I could see that happening because, like I said, the Texans are going to use him. That's They got him. They are going to use that. That's all you have to say. They traded away the best guy to get him. <laughs> they did. That's it. So they're they're gonna make sure that they use him, whether it buries Absolutely. him forever as a running back in fantasy football or vaults him back into the top, you know, ten or five <laughs> or whatever. We'll yeah. see. Um, DeAndre or um, Deshaun Watson. Sorry, I was thinking DeAndre Hopkins. Deshaun Watson <laughs> should love David Johnson. He's like. The better mm-hmm. version of Lamar Miller. Lamar Miller was very consistent. Oh, yeah. He just wasn't exciting. He gets you the minimum nope. amount of points for you to want to stick him in the starting lineup because you think that's what you're going to get, but you're never going to get much more. <laughs> David Johnson has that ability and the ability to go off and have a 40 or 50 point game too. If he gets 10, 11 catches because he does line up as wide receiver and he can score multiple touchdowns. So if he ends up, anywhere around 12 or higher you're going to look like a genius having him that high on your original list but this is, this is one of my picks that's this one, is of, one your of my picks, picks. The last year i had picks that i was like i'm taking this guy he's the guy he's going to be awesome i think it was it was, it was lamar jackson i mean everybody, yes. everybody knows that by now but i i got when i got feelings about guys and i look at the stats and i put it all together it it works out if i just have a feeling though it doesn't always work out, <laughs> but I have to put the stats together with my feelings and verify that my feelings are not incorrect. And usually it works out with me. So we'll see, but I, I really believe he's a top 12, maybe better than that running back this year. Sure thing. Now let's go to somebody that I actually have ranked higher than you, but he's kind okay. of one of your man crush. He mm-hmm. is Devin Singletary. I have one mm-hmm. spot higher than you. And network has him in the mid twenties, so he's not as high. Probably for the same reason you don't have him higher because of that oh. darn Zach Moss. And what's going to happen with him? Is he going to take touchdowns? Is he going to take touches away from Devin Singletary, or is he going to be what I hope he can be—the Alvin Kamara to Zach Moss's Mark Ingram? 
And if that's the case, then we're going to see Devin Singletary as a top 10 back, but I'm not quite there yet. Well, I, I would have put him in the top 10 if it wasn't for Zach Moss, because I do have a man crush on the guy. And I think (laughs) he's got, like I've said plenty of times, you just watch the video, watch the way he moves and jukes and just cuts and just gets out of the way. And he can, he can plow people over too at times. He's got every trait that I would want to see in a running back. I'm not going to compare him to Barry Sanders because that's ridiculous. But when I, I texted you last year after watching him, play and I was just like this guy he's got traits that I haven't seen before that that I last time I saw these traits were from Barry Sanders I'm not saying he's Barry Sanders not (laughs) doing that at all but the guy is really spectacular and he's got a a ton of talent and if it wasn't for Zach Moss he'd be in my top 10 I would have shoved him in there somewhere maybe at a 10 10 a or something yeah and 10 b but he is just to me, that talented to where I'm a little worried about Zach Moss, but I think he'll be fine. And I still think he's you know, top 17. He could get oh, even sure. better than that. If you are right about the whole Mark Ingram kind of role, Alvin Kamara thing, that could vault him up into the top 10 too. So we'll see. All right. We've got at least one more guy we got to talk about because I'm mm-hmm. the only one I believe that even has him on a list and I've got him pretty high. I talked about him last week as a possible hero for this season, and this is my man crush, Niam Hines. I have yeah. him as a late-tier RB2, uh, a late-ish RB2, but I think he's going to catch a ton of balls, and it's he's going to have an Austin Eckler-ish season. Maybe not as much running the ball, but if he can catch 80 balls like I predicted him to last week, how can he be anywhere but an RB2 at the very least? There's no chance. You can't. You have to have him on your list. I just don't know if I trust it yet. I'll have to see a little more, maybe see how preseason goes out and all that. I don't really know what's going to happen with Nyan Hines. I can't disagree with you. You've been right plenty of times about things like this. So I'm going to keep a close eye on it and he'll climb up my rankings as, as B, but right now he's not on there. I just couldn't put him there. <laughs> there's, there's too many other guys there right now. I feel like is worthy of having on the list. Of course. Of course. All right. I'm going to rattle off a few here that we don't need to explain too much. Uh, Todd Gurley, You've got him at 16. Network has him at 17. I've got him at 21. Obviously, the potential's there. Uh, I've got Austin Eckler at 18. You've got him at 15. Network's got him at 13. So he still thinks Austin Eckler's got it. I don't know if he's going to be able to with a guy like Terod Taylor at quarterback or even Justin Herbert. Um, Mm. Let's see what else we got here. I've got Phillip Lindsay up inside the top 20 at 19. I, Can I Yes, this one bit. this one we need to talk yeah. about. Uh, you've got, uh, I don't even know if you have UF Philip Lindsay at 28. I'm looking yep. at networks. I'm not even sure I see Philip Lindsay on there. He's got Melvin Gordon at 19. You've got Melvin Gordon at 20. I have Melvin Gordon at 23. I think there's just going to be a little bit of a disconnect there where Melvin Gordon isn't going to be the guy, and now you can go. <laughs> um, the reason I got Philip Lindsay low 
because I would have him higher. I think he's going to have a decent role. But the, the reason I, I just don't know what's going on with Melvin Gordon. I've seen right. Melvin Gordon be spectacular in the past, and I've seen him take the basically the entire role uh, as a running back from team. But I, I, I honestly think that this could be a flip-flop. I got Flip Lindsay at 28. I got Melvin Gordon at 20. They could flip it. Gordon could be 28. Philip Lindsay could be 20. And, and and most people don't even have them on their top 32 list. Like only like you said, it, does network even have them on his list? I don't. I don't think know. So I, I don't think so. So this is this is to me maybe we're both on the same page here. Philip Lindsay could be a surprise for a lot of people, and I I didn't want to put him at 28, but I thought if Melvin Gordon's going to be the guy, I don't know how he could be any higher than 28 because it's just, like I said, it could be a flip-flop. It could be absolutely 100% Philip Lindsay takes the role of Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram just bleh. We'll see. Yeah. Um, so I think we're probably, well, let's, let's go. Let me look. Okay. There is one guy, one more guy I want to talk about. And then the rest, you guys are going to have to go to fantasyfuelpodcast.com on our rankings page and see where we got it because we could talk for hours and hours about these rankings. But the last guy I want to talk about is Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I've got hmm. him around 25 and Damian Williams right after him at 26 because I think they're going to share so much of the load year one that neither one of them are going to be that like. You're, if you draft both of them, or if you're in a dynasty and you have Damian Williams and you're able to get Clyde Edwards-Hilaire as a high pick, then you know you at least have the Kansas City running back if something happens to them. But I think they're going to share so much of the workload that it's not going to matter, and you're going to be pulling your hair out trying to figure out which <laughs> one to play every week. So you've got them at 18. And network has them at 16, it looks like. There's a lot of potential there. I just oh, yeah. can't buy into it year one. Well, I would have him lower if I actually trusted in Damian Williams. I don't trust in him at all. I have zero trust in Damian Williams. I don't think he's going to be anything. If he takes anything away from him, it's going to be minuscule. So, I I mean, it maybe Clyde Edward-Hilaire isn't uh, – isn't the guy that we all think he could be on this team. And maybe he doesn't perform that way and he will drop down the list. Maybe he ends up at 25 or whatever it is. But right now the way I'm seeing it is at 18, this, this list could be extremely adjusted depending on what happens in the regular season. But yeah, uh, I, I, I don't see any other reason to have him lower than 18, 19, 20. Um, but if you think that Damian Williams is going to take a little bit of the role, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. I think Andy Reed, trust Damian Williams he just doesn't want him to be the the guy there so now he doesn't have to be the guy now it's going to be fresh legs oh all right you take a series off fresh legs get in here or the hot <laughs> hand if Clyde Edwards Hilaire is all of a sudden picking up blitzes for Patrick Mahomes better than Damian Williams is then all of a sudden he's going to be out there more and then who knows maybe he gets bowled over by Aaron Donald in a game and he's out for five games and yeah that I'm just <laughs> I'm I'm stretching it now but uh <laughs> all right let's talk about one more person all right I suppose we I can put, do one more I put him on my list 
unfortunately, if this was a top 32, he wouldn't be 32 anymore because I forgot. Um, <laughs> That's right. Later, Josh, so Jacobs, Josh yeah. Jacobs will be on this list. But Darius Geis, I put it 32, so I guess I have to drop him to 33. <laughs> but this is your last chance, Darius Geis, if you do not do this this year and you get hurt you're done with me i'm not doing it anymore but i trust in his talent he has the talent i just have to see you do it on the field and like i said before there's a bunch of guys that i think can flip-flop with the starter like i think um well, with Sony Michelle could flip flop with James White. I think J.K. Dobbins could flip flop with Mark Ingram. I think um, Kevin Coleman could flip flop. I think Carlos Hyde could flip flop, and obviously Adrian Peterson could flip flop with Darius Geis because, I mean, I don't know if Darius Geis is going to be top thirty-two even if right. he's healthy. But I think that there's obviously a big chance that Adrian Peterson takes the role away from Darius Geis anyway. But them other guys, I want to kind of. You know, give a little bit of a heads up to people that there's might be a chance you can draft these guys and later on in the draft and still get something from it. Yep. All right. Well, there you have it. That was most of our top 32 running backs, our initial rankings, mm-hmm. our gut feelings rankings heading into the season. Again, these are going to change quite a few times, and we're going to change <laughs> our minds still- about some of these players. Hopefully, I'm not going to change my mind about my number one on this list for overall at the end of the year, fantasy yeah. point-wise. <laughs> it's going to be a, uh, a a point of contention between Tom and I for the rest of the season until one <laughs> breaks away from the other, or maybe it's going to be going down to the wire, and we're going to have to have some kind of bet going into Week 17 of which one actually Ooh. has the most fantasy points overall. So stay tuned for the Christian McCaffrey versus Saquon Barkley mystery tour this year. <laughs> All right, everybody, thank you for listening. Thanks for watching. You can hit us up on Twitter at Fantasy Fuel. You can hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash fantasyfuel, fantasyfuelpodcast.com again for all of our rankings eventually we're started off with the running back so they will be there as of the posting of this episode uh, i appreciate everybody for being there and don't forget to stay fueled up until our next ranking show